Hi, friends. Hope you're doing great. I'm not. <laughs> really, I am. I'm just... Y'all, this episode is about to be unpacking all the trials and tribulations of me trying to fucking move, all right? This has not been a smooth experience by any means. And it's just like the littlest things keep happening and keep fucking up, okay? But I'm determined. And I'm a very stubborn motherfucker. And when I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. But I've had a lot of, like, realizations, as usual, about just random little shit here and there that's happened. So I'm going to kind of vent to you guys <laughs> in this episode about just some things that have been happening, just been pissing me off. And then some of the things that I've realized each time something's happened, like, it's enough, you know, like, enough. I get it. Like, I get your point, universe, trying to teach me patience, but I ain't the one. Okay, I'm not the one to try and teach patience to because I'm very much frustrated. No, right now, after all of this, like I'm okay. So like right now where I stand, I'm all right. But I am a little stressed because in three days, I moved to Houston. I have to pack up all my shit in three days and move. So I'm recording this on Friday and this podcast will come out on Sunday. But on Monday, I move. So when you guys are listening to this, I'm probably already in Houston. So hi. Hi from Texas. <laughs> but let me walk you through everything that's happened in this whole experience with trying to uproot my life and throw it away and run away. Because I want people to know when you try to do something and you face challenges, nothing's gone wrong. Okay? Shit's difficult sometimes. Sometimes there just be a lot of bumps in the road. But I'm sharing all my experience with this and I want to document it. One, so I can look back and laugh in a few years. And two, so that anybody else that's listening to this understands that it's not always perfect and everything doesn't just go swimmingly. Like, y'all, when I tell you the amount of ironic shit that has happened to me, <laughs> you're gonna piss yourself. Like, oh my god. That's just my life, though. Like, the amount of ironic things that happen to me is on a different level. So, let's start off with picking an apartment. So, last week, I went to Houston and looked at apartments. I have my cousins up there that I've gone to see since I'm like 18. Like we're very close. We just like, I always just go back and forth and see them. But I went to stay with them so I could go look at apartments for a couple days. So I was in Houston for six days. I drove there, looked at apartments, looked at seven and then drove home. But before I left to go, I looked up apartments and I had a list of seven different apartments. I made appointments to go tour them all. Like I went with my shit together. Like I put as much structure on it as possible so that it could go as smoothly as possible and going to tour the apartments went great but there was some problems with like pricing and shit because when I would see certain things online when I'd get there it wouldn't be that cute and then to go to like a nicer apartment in the same complex was like a giant price jump so I would look at somewhere that rent was like 13 1400 bucks and then the apartment was like booty as fuck and then one step up for like 30 more square feet was like $600 difference. And I was like, what the fuck are y'all on? Like what's up your nose? Cause you're snorting something, bitch. What? Anyway, finding apartments in my price range that weren't like booty as fuck was a little bit of a hassle, but I did my fucking research. I looked that shit up for a few hours and I spent like two days looking up apartments and then got my ass in the car and went to go look at them. Looking at the apartments, the first one that I saw, I was like, okay, this one is cute. I like it a lot. 
So I was like, okay, after seeing this first apartment, if I go see other ones, I'm either going to hate this apartment because I see better, or I'm going to love this apartment even more because everything else I see is going to be worse. And the second part is what happened. (laughs) So I went on Wednesday and Thursday to tour apartments. And the first one was great, cute, loved her. And then as I went to tour the other ones, they were making me love the first one 10 times more because I was like, bro, what the fuck is going on with the pricing? One, location, two. But everything about that first apartment I saw was fucking perfect. The location, the size, the windows in it, it was on a second floor. Like the parking was good. Bitch, everything about it was fucking perfect. And I started getting anxious because I had like seven apartments to go see. So I'm spending these two days going and seeing apartments. And the more apartments I see, the more anxious I get because I'm like, oh my God, no. And now I know I'm fully dead set on the first one. And I still had like three apartments left to see. And I was like, no, but I know I want the first one now. Like now that I've seen a couple of other options, like fuck this shit. Like the first one's what I want. And I was so scared. Like if I waste time going to see these other apartments, someone's going to snatch up the first one. So going to the other appointments, I was like a fucking wreck. And I was like, like, I know what I want. I know what I want. I just need to go get it. (laughs) But I made myself see the rest of the apartments. And then After I finished my final tour, I called back the first place that I went to and I was trying to get a hold of them so I could be like, hey, I want to fucking schedule one more tour to see the apartment and then I want to sign the lease now. Like I want to apply now and get that shit signed. Like I want that apartment. No one was answering the phone. And I was like, shit, because it was like four o'clock almost. And I knew they closed at like five and I was like, fuck this shit. I'm showing up. So I drove my (laughs) I drove my ass right back to the first apartment. And the same lady that showed it to me, her name was Amanda. She was the best fucking, she's my favorite human being I think I've met so far. (laughs) Like bitch was so fun. And she was so professional and she was so prepared. So I show back up and luckily she's not doing anything when I show back up. So I was like, babe, I want to see that apartment one more time because I'm pretty sure I'm dead set on it. And I want to put the application in today. So we get up, we go to the apartment, we see it one more time. And bitch, I was home. I was like, this is fucking it. This is the one. And I started like getting so excited. Like this is 100% it. After seeing all the other places, there were some that were nicer, but the price was just not something I was comfortable taking on right now. Like I could have afforded it, but I would have put like an unnecessary stress on myself. So fucking baby steps, right? You know, like if in a year I want to get a better place and I'm making a lot more money more consistently, great, I'll get it. But for now, I wanted some cheap shit. Like I want to slum it for a bit, you know? Like I don't know what I'm going to do financially. I don't have anything really like set out perfectly and consistently yet. So I have to take a leap of faith, but I ain't taking a fat ass leap. All right. I'm taking an affordable leap. And if you catch me eating ramen, shut the fuck up, all right? If you catch me on TikTok with some ramen with protein powder, shut up. Leave me alone. But yeah, I go in. We see this apartment one last time, and I was like, this is fucking it. And I was like, bitch, this is sold. But the main reason it was sold is because between tenants, they just put in all brand new carpet. And I was like, okay, great. Because we saw a couple other apartments and like the carpet made it look dingy as fuck. But the fact that this carpet was brand new, I was like, I have no complaints. And there's a full double sliding door closet 
and the doors are all mirrored, like top to bottom, full length mirrored in my bedroom, right across from where my bed's going to be. So you know what that fucking means? A mirror right up next to the bed? Please. That's my favorite fucking shit in the world. Because I want to look at me when I'm doing you know what. (laughs) I don't give a fuck what you look like. I can see you. I want to see me. I want to watch me. Make sure I look okay. Make sure I look good when I'm doing what I'm doing. But also the closet's fucking huge. So and also I have a little balcony. Like, oh my God, y'all, I'm so fucking excited about this apartment. But I need to slow down and just take you through this story. So I put in my application and it was on Thursday. So I literally drove back to my cousin's house, got on my computer, submitted the application within like 20 minutes, put in all my information. And I was like, okay, I'm set. So I was supposed to hear back within like 48 hours. So as I'm waiting for the application to go in, I just was really fucking stressed out. And I had this weird, like, sense of doom. Like, I was super sad. Like, what if I don't get this fucking apartment, bro? Like, what am I going to do? So I sat down and I prepared. Like, what am I going to fucking do if I don't get the apartment? I was like, I'll look for more places. I'll go tour more places. I'll figure it out. Like, I trust myself to figure it out. But I was just so sad. Like, what if I don't get this apartment? It's like, this is the one. And as soon as I heard myself say, this apartment is the one, that was my red flag to myself. I was convincing myself this apartment was the one. This is it. This is the one apartment that's perfect for me. And by telling myself and throwing the label of this is the one onto it made me 10 times more attached to it and made me 10 times more emotional about the waiting period and the anxiety and the stress of what if I don't get it? What if I don't get approved? What if somebody else applies and gets approved or whatever? Like I was just so scared. I wasn't going to get this apartment. And I was telling myself because this is the one and that made it 10 times worse. So I had to get very clear with myself and I literally wrote it down in my notebook. I was like, instead of saying this apartment is the one, what is this apartment? This is the apartment that matches all of my criteria and all of the things that I wanted. So that does not mean it's the only apartment that will match the standards and like the requirements that I had and what I preferred. This is just the one that I've found so far. There could be other apartments that also fit my criteria. So I am not allowed to say this is the one. And as soon as I took that label off of the apartment of saying this is the one, I felt so much more relieved. But girl, I still wanted that fucking apartment. You best believe I was still stressed out. But it took away that like panic and that like if this doesn't come through like if I don't get this one then I'm fucked but I knew I'd find somewhere else I just wasn't going to be as happy I was telling myself because I was like this is the one but you get what I mean like taking that label off of saying this is the one made it a lot easier to go through the waiting period now so Friday comes And I got online because I'm just anxious. So I go and look at the apartment and the floor plan I selected and the apartment I selected was not there. So I was like, oh my God. So like, I got it. Like they reserved it for me. Like, yay. You know, like I was so excited. Like, oh, it's gone. So like, that means I got it. (laughs) I wish it was that easy. So bitch, Saturday comes and it's two days later. And I'm like, okay, I really hope that they're working on weekends because I'm stressed as fuck. All right. Like I'm real fucking stressed and I was supposed to leave Houston on Monday. So I needed a fucking answer. And of course they're working on Saturday, but they're not working on Sunday. So she calls me and is like, Hey, Leo, what the fuck did you do with your application? You put zero for your income. 
And I was like, huh? Like something must, like I must have typed something in wrong or it just didn't register or whatever. But I definitely put my income in because I submitted my bank statements for the last six months to like prove it all matched up. And she was like, yeah, I have that. But your application got flagged as like getting rejected because you put your income as zero or it registered in the system as zero. And she's like, okay, how much do you make like monthly? And I told her, and then she, she's like, I'll put it in for you, but we're going to have to rerun the application. So it'll take like three more days. And I was like, okay, so great. My fucking anxiety is through the goddamn roof. I got to wait three more fucking days to find out if I'm approved or not. Cool. So that means I'm not going to get an answer before I leave Houston. So Saturday, they got to resubmit it. I'm not going to hear until Tuesday, Wednesday, because they don't work on Sunday. I call Monday just to get an estimate. I'm like, hey, is there anything? Is there any update? Is there any like news? Bitch isn't working. So I had to talk to somebody else. Tuesday comes. I call again. Hey, is there any update? Just checking in. Do you need any more information from me? Is everything going good? What's the fucking sitch, bitch? So she tells me everything is checked out on Tuesday. She's like, everything's checked out. You're good. The only thing that's still processing is your background check. And the company that we use for it, they're closed because it was like whatever time in the day. And she was like, I'll call tomorrow and figure out. Okay. So Wednesday comes. Okay. My move-in date is Monday. Literally, I got like five fucking days, but I don't even have a set answer if I'm moving in or not. So like I'm half ass like packing my shit. Like I'm just kind of sorting through it. I'm not really packing at this point, but this was two days ago as I'm recording this podcast, but Wednesday I call her again and I'm like, Hey, any update? What's the, what's the fucking deal? What the motherfuck is taking so long? She basically tells me, Everything checked out. Everything's approved. My background check is here and it's ready. But their system is down and they can't log in to get into whatever they need to get into to send me an email of the lease so I can sign it. So they said it will most likely be tomorrow, which is Thursday. So she was like, Thursday will most likely have you the lease, but it might be Friday. And I was like, Amanda, I'm literally about to move halfway across the country in like three days. How do I not have a set answer yet? Like, what am I supposed to do? And she was like, Leo, no, you're fine. She was like, you got the apartment. You've got a place. Don't worry, because as soon as our system comes up, we're sending you the lease. But plan on moving in Monday. So I was like, okay. But my anxiety don't let me just have that. Like, I'm stressed the fuck out until it's finalized. So here we go. It's Thursday. But when I went to the apartment and toured it, she asked me if I had any pets. And I said no, because my dad was like fighting with me about leaving cat here. And I was like, I want to take my child. And he was like, no, leave her here. This is her home. Like she goes outside. She has a little screen door for like a cat and she gets to go play out by the pool and play in the grass. Like she's got a big life here and a big house. And this is where like she's known for the last eight years, you know, So my dad basically convinced me to like keep her here. So I was like, I'm going to leave her here. But then I'd been thinking about it. And on Thursday, I had already decided like, I'm going to take Kat with me. Like, fuck this shit. Like, I don't want to just leave her behind. Like, I get this life is like prettier and she's got more space and she can go outside. But I'm her person. And I've been left behind by someone. And I would have rather gone with them then just be left behind just because I cared about them so much. So I learned from my own experience. I'm not going to do that to Kat. Like, I'm sure she'd rather just be with me. So I decided I want to take her. Amanda finally sends me the lease on Thursday. 
And I call her and I was like, babe, I hate to do it to you, but I need to add a cat. <laughs> like, I need to add a pet. So do we have to do a whole new lease or what? And she was like, yeah, okay. So she was like, email me the information about the cat, breed, weight, all this and that. And she goes, I'm going to send you a new lease and then sign that one. And I said, okay, great. I was at the gym when I got the lease. So I had to wait till I got home. I sent her the information. And then two hours later, I get a new lease. And I, I'm so excited. I'm like, this is it. I finally have the motherfucking lease, bro. Like it's here. Like once I sign this document, I'm literally moving in three fucking days, four days, whatever it was. So this is Thursday. So I click the link for the lease and it says you need to sign in. I go to sign in and correct password. And I was like, huh, bitch? Like what? So I click forgot password. And so I'm like, oh, okay, I'll just reset my password. And it tells me that no account is registered with my email, but I signed up for the account when I put in the application online. So I'm like, hang on. So something in the system like fucked up. So I was like, okay, my password is wrong, but it's also saying that I don't have an account associated with this email. So whatever. I was like, fuck it. I'll just re-sign up and maybe my information will match because I had to select the apartment complex that I was signing the lease with. So I was like, maybe it'll just pop up. Who fucking knows? I go to register for a new account and now it says your email is already in use. Bitch, pick one. This is why I can't stand technology. Like fucking stupid. Then I'm stuck back at the fucking login page. It's like, I have to log in. So I'm like, fuck. So I start guessing my passwords. I lock myself out of my account. <laughs> like it locks me out for 30 minutes. So I'm like, okay. So after 30 minutes, I have to click the link and try again. So after 30 minutes, I click the link and I try again. And then I keep fucking up the password and it locked my account permanently. And I was like, oh my fucking God. So I go looking for a phone number to call this website and be like, yo, give me my fucking goddamn login. Like I forgot. Like really, I didn't forget. Like I typed in the password. I knew what the password was. It just wasn't working. And there's no contact number for this website. So I can't call anybody. So I Google it, can't find a number to call this website. I have to send an email. And their response time is 24 fucking hours, bro. Their response time is 24 hours. Now I'm sitting here with a lease that I know that I need to sign. And I have to wait 24 hours so that I can get someone to help me get back into my account so that I can sign the lease. So I'm not going to have signed the fucker till Friday. But I, I'm the type of person I need that guarantee before I start packing. Like, I have a lot of shit to do. I've been doing a lot of coaching calls. I don't have like a lot of free time to just all of a sudden pack my shit in two days. Like, I need to start like now. I'm like sitting there like bugging out. Like, bro, I'm not waiting another day. So I go back onto the website and I was like, fuck this goddamn shit. I'm getting back in my account. I'm going to figure it out. And somehow... I figured it out and I don't even remember how I did it, but somehow I got into the account and I signed the fucking lease. Let me not make it sound that smooth. I read the entire fucking lease, the 37 pages, because I always read before I sign my name to shit. You got to watch out. So I read the whole thing. It took me like 30 minutes, 45 minutes, and then I signed the lease. And now it's solid. It's confirmed. I got the motherfucking place I wanted. It was the perfect fucking spot. Like, I'm like, holy shit. Like, I got it. Like, I finally got it. It's secure. And now I have four days to go pack all my shit. So immediately I go running to go start packing. 
Now we're going to get off the topic of the fucking apartment and we're going to go to other shit that was going wrong. So my car, my dad walks out and looks at my car and was like, yo, dude, you need four new tires. And I was like, huh? Like, what do you mean? I'm like, I'm, I'm just fine. Like, I'm okay. What do you fucking mean? I need four new tires. The car drives. (laughs) There was no tread on the fucking tires, barely. But he was like, yeah, you need four new tires. And I was like, God damn it. Like, of course, this is the time. Like when I'm over here bugging about having to pay rent and I have to go furnish this whole apartment because I have literally no furniture. I was like, I don't need to go be spending $1,200 on new fucking tires. Okay. I just got real frustrated. I was like, right now, like for real, like right now, this has to happen. Like right now I need tires. Like for real, bitch. Like after all this headache, I just went through with this goddamn fucking apartment in this week of stress and havoc. Uh, (laughs) but literally these fucking tires i'm like bro i was like god damn it i was like all right dad order them will you put them on for me i'll pay for them don't worry about it but like fuck like it just like stressed me out and i was like why now like fuck and he was like yeah like leo i'm not kidding you really need new tires before you go out of town especially since you're leaving like i want to put them on and make sure they're on right make sure you're good i want to make sure you get the good ones and i was like hang on i was like i don't want no best of the best shit okay like i want the fucking factory ones that are sufficient and will do okay I don't want the fucking like fancy smancy ones. And he was like, all right, shut up. I'll handle it. He's like, don't worry. So he orders me new tires, takes my car, puts it in the shop, puts the tires on for me. I was like, thank you so much. How much? And he was like, don't worry about it. And like my little heart bitch was like, oh my God. (laughs) And he goes, I put on the expensive ones. So I'll pay for it. He's like, I'm not going to give you like the normal stock shit. Like He's like, I want to make sure you're okay and you're good to go out of town. So let me do this for you. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> like that was so fucking sweet, bro. But like, I'm not going to say no. <laughs> like, it just made me very happy that he put the tires on for me because he saw that it stressed me the fuck out because like 1300 bucks, bitch, that was not fun for me. That was really stressing me out. Cause like, girl, I need a couch. I need a desk. I need chairs. I need a bed. I need food. <laughs> I did not want to go be putting tires on my fucking car. But yeah, he really helped me and he saved my fucking life because he got me in quick, fixed the car, did the tires. And now he gets peace of mind, but I get peace of mind knowing that the best fucking car guy I know put them on for me and they're secure and they're good and they're the nice ones, you know? (laughs) So yeah, that made me really happy. But my whole point of bringing that up was like a fucking bump in the road of like, you need new tires. Like, bitch, damn, we're going to talk about another bump in the fucking road. This one, this fucking cunt at this fucking store. Oh my God. So when I was in Houston, I'm like, yo, I need a couch. And I don't know how I want to decorate. Like I'm very specific with the things that I buy. Like I have to love it before I buy it. I will not just go to the store and just buy shit. Um, Everything has to be picked out perfectly and by me. And like, I have to love it or I'm not buying it. Like I won't have a couch until I find the couch that I want. I don't care if I'm two months sitting on the fucking floor. Like, I really won't. I'll buy, like, some fold-out chairs and look real ratchet. But I'm not just going to buy shit to just have shit. So I'm with my cousin, Shy, And I'm like, yo, let's go, like, look around for some furniture so I can get some ideas of what I want to buy. You know, like, what style I want, what things I want, what things I'm going to need. And so we were at Katie Mills, and there's a restoration hardware outlet store 
there. And I was like, oh my God, they have a bunch of modern shit. It's way too fucking expensive for me right now, but let's just go in and look so I can get an idea of like what I might like and I'll order some shit off Wayfair or whatever. So we go in Restoration Hardware and we're looking around at the couches and they're air quote on sale, $15,000, $10,000. Like bitch, this store, (laughs) I can't, this fucking store, like they're off some shit. And I want a leather couch. Like, I want a slouchy leather couch that's structured. I know it does not make sense. And it's very contradictory. But I want a leather couch. That's not a fucking question. We're playing on all the cloud couches. And then there's this one couch that's a leather cloud couch. And it's this ugliest tan gray color. I don't know how to explain it. But when I sat on it, I just wanted to sit there and have a cigarette. Like, it was just so 90s. It was so fucking cute. And it was, like, fucked up. Like, it looked, there was, like, scratches on it. And that style, I love. Like, I loved that it was, like, dirty looking and, like, scratched and fucked up looking because it was, like, a nice-ass couch. Like, that's a fucking vibe to have, like, a fucked up looking, like, nice-ass couch, you know? But I'm not going to pay $15,000 for it. So we look at the price tag and it was like 14,990, 995, whatever it was, like 14 grand for this fucked up ass couch. But under it, it said on sale $700. And my cousin Shy saw it and she was like, Leo, chef, what the fuck? Like, look, it's 700 bucks. And I said, no goddamn way in hell. That's $700 because it was a three couch, like a three seat sofa. And then it had the big ottoman thing where like you slide it up and it was like, it was a big ass couch y'all. So I was like, what? Like you're, you're not, no way that this couch is 700 fucking dollars. So I called a lady over like the manager. And I was like, Hey, I was like, Hey babe, why the fuck is this couch only $700? And she goes, the pillows on it. We can't get them to stand up and it's like a slouchy couch and it's got like markings all over it. And we're just trying to get rid of it because it doesn't look cute in the showroom. And I was like, does it come with the ottoman? And she said, yeah. So it's $700 for this full ass restoration hardware leather cloud couch. And I about shit in the floor. I was like, no fucking way. And I sat on it and I just laid on it and I was like, what the fuck, bro? This is like... This couch is like perfect. It's so my vibe. And it's so funny that it's a restoration hardware cloud couch. And if you know what that is, you know why I'm saying it so much. It's a cloud couch for $700. That's what made me want it. Like that's such a contradiction and it's such a fuck you. Like, but also the fact that it was dirty and fucked up looking was the, that's the gag. Like I would have a $15,000 couch that's like raggedy and fucked up. And I love that. It wasn't raggedy at all, but I just like that it looked like grungy a little. And I was like, that's the gag is to have something super, super expensive and super nice and super sought after. That's like fucked up. Like, that's it. That's my fucking vibe. I was like, oh, my God, this is so cool. So I start nitpicking this couch. I'm like, I'm about to find out why this bitch is $700. So I'm like, there's a hole in it somewhere. The stitching's fucked up. Something's wrong with it. So I go flipping this couch around, sliding it around, moving it around, lifting it up so I can look at all the corners and everything. There's no holes. There's no nothing wrong with it. And I was like, no way, no way. This just fucking happened. But the woman said it had been in the store for a while. So I was like, okay, I'll think about it. And once I get approved for my apartment, because I figured it would take two days, I was like, once I get approved for my apartment and I know I have a place to stay, I'll come back and buy it. So we go back to the house. I leave. I didn't buy the couch. And I'm just thinking about it. 
Like, I'm like, bro, like, literally that couch, I'm looking back at my phone at the pictures of it. I'm like, yo, that couch is, like, the one. Like, that is fucking it, bro. Like, that's my couch, you know? So, I, like, the more I'm thinking about it and the more I'm looking at the pictures, the more I'm liking it. And the more I'm getting anxious of, like, oh, my God, someone's going to fucking go buy it. I'm like trying to chill and I'm trying to be like, no, Leo, you're fine. You don't know if you have the apartment yet. You don't need to buy a couch. But I was like, no, Leo, you're going to move. So you need a fucking couch. So go buy it. So I was like, fuck. I was like, all right. So I get in the car and I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to go back to the store. I'm going to go buy this fucking couch. I'll just go pay for it and buy it. So I have peace of mind that it's mine. And I get in the car and before I pull out of the driveway, I was like, let me call them and ask like if I can have it delivered in a week when I move into my apartment, you know, cause I was like, I can't just buy it if I have nowhere to take it. So I call and I was like, Hey, what is your delivery service? And they have it set up where you have to hire like a separate delivery service. But I was like, okay, if I come buy the couch now, how long do I have before I have to come pick it up? And she said two days. And I was like, fuck. So I was like, okay, my cousins have an extra bedroom kind of in their house that they use for storage. So I was like, if I go buy it, I could put it in that room. But I was like, I need to talk to my cousin's dad because it's his house. I was like, I need to ask him first before I go buy this couch, if I can like buy it, move it into that extra room for a week. And then when I move into my apartment, I'll hire movers to come move it out of there. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to go buy the couch right now. It's sitting there like it's going to be fine. It's been in the store for a long time. I'm just going to fucking wait it out. I'm going to go tonight. I'm going to talk to my cousin's dad. And then tomorrow I'll go buy the couch. I'll go with my cousin Adrian because he has a truck. I was like, we'll get the couch. We'll bring it back here and we'll put it in the room. So I was like, tomorrow it's fucking mine. It's fine. But I need to ask to be like considerate and polite to ask if I can fucking store it in this house, you know? So the store closes at 7. So at 6.50, I call just to make sure they had it in stock because I'm very anxious, you guys. I can't do this. So I call and I'm like, hey, I came in earlier and looked at a certain couch. I read the name of it because I have the picture of a tag. And I was like, hey, is the couch still there? And the woman said, actually, someone has a hold on it. The holds end at the end of the day if the person does not come to pick it up. So At the end of the day today, like in 10 minutes when we close, if the person hasn't come to get it, then the hold comes off and you can come get the couch tomorrow morning if you want it. And I was like, oh, fuck no. Like, that's my biggest fear was like someone buying this couch out from under me. So I was like, fuck this shit. I was like, tomorrow morning, I'm going to have my ass at this motherfucking store. But it was Friday. So we went out and I was like, I don't give a fuck how hungover I am. Saturday at 10 a.m. when this store opens, I'm gonna have my ass there beating on the window. Let me the motherfucking get my goddamn couch. I talked to my cousin's dad. He said he's cool with it. So I'm like, oh my God, perfect. So me and my cousin Adrian, I'm like, yo, bro, tomorrow we're having our ass at that store at 9.50 in the morning because they open at 10. I have a place to store the couch. Everything's all good. I can leave it at the house. I go to the store. And I was so worried that someone had bought it out from under me. And I was like, no, Leo, you're the first one here. I was like, go get the fucking couch. I walk in, I see the couch. I'm like, oh my fucking God, no one fucking bought my couch. So I walk up to it. I sit on it. I'm like finger fucking it for like the final time. I'm like, oh my God, this is it. Yay. And so I look at the price tag and it says $9,000. And I was like, wait huh? I'm sorry. What? 
And I flipped the tag over to make sure it was like the right tag. And it was like $14,000 on sale for $9,000. And I was like, no. So I pull out my phone because I took a picture of the previous tag. They switched the fucking price. So instead of being $700, this fucker is now nine grand. And I was like, no, like this is not happening. I was like, no, surely the woman that was there that I talked to the day before the manager, I saw her and I was like, okay, she'll remember me. She'll be able to knock the price back down or whatever it is. Like, fine. So I go up to her and I have to wait on her because she's on the fucking phone. And I finally, she comes over and she's like, hey. And I was like, hey, girly pop. So what the fuck's the deal with this price increase you got? And she was like, oh, corporate called us yesterday and they saw in our system we had a cloud couch marked down for so low and they required that we increase the price. And I was like, okay, so can you still give me the price from yesterday because I saw it yesterday or what? Like, come on. I was like, between me and you. And she was like, no, I'm sorry, I can't. And I looked at this bitch dead in her face for a minute. And I was like, huh? Like, this is this bitch really... Are these the words really coming out of this fucking bitch's mouth? Like, what? So I said, corporate called you and told you to increase the price. And she said, yes. And I said, so yesterday, had I swiped my card and purchased this couch, I could have got it for $700. But the fact that I'm here today, it is now $9,000. And she said... Yes. And when I tell you, I stared in this woman's face for a solid two fucking minutes. I didn't say a word. We just stood there and stared at each other. Like I looked at her like she was the dumbest fucking bitch in the world because she is hurt my feelings with this. Like literally, what the fuck is that? Fuck Restoration Hardware Outlet at Katie Mills. Eat my dick. I hope your store burns down. Fuck you. I hope that couch burns and everything you love. Fuck you. Like, I know I'm being dramatic, but like, yo, I was so worried that someone was going to buy the couch out from under me. Not that this bitch was going to snake me because I guarantee you corporate didn't call a fucking thing, bitch. Like I was interested in the couch yesterday. Then someone put a hold on it. So now they're like, oh, there's demand for this couch so we can put the price back up and get more for it. I guarantee you that's what fucking happened. Because corporate don't give a fuck about Restoration Hardware Outlet and Katie Mills. Little piece of shit. So I didn't get the couch. I literally just turned around and walked out of a store. Like, fuck you, bitch. But the way that she was so stone cold, unapologetic, yeah, yeah, that's the way it is. Like, fuck you. You a sleep ass cunt i'm sorry for the day you wake up and i'm excited for the day that you meet a bitch just like you oh my god like that situation y'all but i told myself it's okay i was like it's okay leo you'll go find the new couch you can go online you can look up all the new shit and bro i've spent so many hours looking for a similar couch and i cannot find one for under three to four thousand dollars and i'm so fucked up over it mentally That situation has my fucking underwear in a knot. Like, I'm twisted. Like, oof, I'm still mad about it. Like, I'm still huffing and puffing about this. Like, I'm blowing a little piggy's house down. So, yeah, that's where I'm at right now. I don't have a couch. I don't have any furniture. That was the only thing that I found where I'm like, yes, I want it. I love it. And now I can't get it. Because it's nine fucking grand. (laughs) So, I really don't have any idea where to find a similar couch. It was exactly what I wanted. 
And for a cheap ass price, $700, oh my God, I'm going to kick myself for that for the rest of my life. But I am going to tell myself there's a reason it didn't happen. Because remember when I said I was in the car on the way to the store to go buy it and I was like, no, I'm going to ask my cousin's dad real quick before I go. So I'll buy it tomorrow. Like there was something that got me out of that car and made me not get that couch. There was a reason I did not get that couch. I'm just going to take it as that and be like, okay, it wasn't meant to be. But bitch, okay, universe, where where is the meant to be? Where is my couch? <laughs> because I'm not trying to spend three fucking grand on a couch. Like, no. Uh, so now I'm back at square one. I got to go find a couch and go like to a reasonably priced store. Because I went to Ashley Furniture. Like, I didn't know they were so fucking expensive. There was a couch similar, but it was like seven grand. And I was like, ew, like you're Ashley Furniture. What? Like, why the fuck are you seven grand? If you know anywhere to find cool couches that are not crazy expensive and that are real big and leather and cute, um, fucking send it to me. Send me the link. Send me some kind of like, send me the company name. Like, y'all help me. (laughs) But yeah, my whole point of this podcast was to let you know that like so many little things kept happening where it would have easily stopped the old version of me. But me being determined and me being like, yeah, I'm gonna do this shit is what made me do it. But I also didn't assign a meaning to anything that was happening because had I told myself, oh, maybe all of these things, all these hiccups are happening because it's not meant to be. If I would have told myself, oh, maybe you're not meant to move here. Maybe this is just not meant to be. That's why all of this is happening. I would have had a whole different experience. I would have been so discouraged. I would have probably bailed on it and bailed on moving to Houston as a whole, but not telling myself, maybe it's not meant to be is what kept me going. So if you're seeing hiccups and you're seeing shit happen and it's like not a smooth path to get to where you want to go, watch the meanings you assign to things. Don't tell yourself, oh, maybe it's not meant to be because then you're going to start seeing all the reasons that it might not be meant to be. You know, you're going to see a lot more of the hiccups than you didn't see before. You'll see a lot more of the red flags you weren't seeing before because that's what you're choosing to focus on. When you tell yourself, oh, it might not be meant to be, that's what your brain's going to look for. So I use it as an opportunity to prove to myself I'm not stopping and I'm proving to myself my ability to handle these fucking situations as they happen. There's more things that have happened than just this, but I'm using it as an opportunity, like I said, to show myself I can handle it. I'm going to do it regardless. Like I can face these problems. I don't have to rely on life going perfectly for me to get what I want. Like I can learn to surf the fucking waves as they come instead of just climbing out of the water because I'm scared. (laughs) or overwhelmed. But yeah, that's my whole little fucking spiel about this. I'm so excited to move to Houston. I'm so excited to take you guys along for the journey. If you like this podcast, I just have one request and it's that you go leave me a five-star rating. Thank you so much. If you want to keep up with me, all of my social media will be linked in the description of this podcast. Also, if you are interested in one-on-one coaching with me, I have now created an application process, so it's no longer just free to schedule. I'm doing applications now to keep up with the demand because it just got too high. So now I'm screening people basically to see who's a good fit and who's not because I want to work with action takers. I want to work with people that are serious about transforming their life because the shit that I say, y'all know, that's what it's for. And where I specialize is with the people that have been looking for answers they can't find and the people that have been trying shit and it's just not working. I'm the person that those people can go to. So if you're interested in that, I will put the link to the application in the description box also. 
And I want to make it very clear that you've already got what it takes to get through what you're dealing with or to improve your life or to reach your goals. And I'll help you see that. And it's going to be a lot easier when you got me in your corner because that's exactly how I want it to feel. I want it to feel like you have someone that has your back and like I'm in your corner because that's what it is. Like I'm there for you and I'm there to do shit with you. But anyways, thank you so much for listening. Please stay safe and take care of yourself. And I will talk to you next Sunday.